Hi, everyone. This is Mr. Graham, and welcome to another episode of the Wildcat Chat Podcast. April is the month of the military child, and we recently sat down with military-connected students in the podcast club and staff members who shared and reflected on what it's like growing up as a military child. You'll also hear all the events going on the week of April 25th as Great Bridge Middle celebrates our military students through a Military Child Spirit Week. Before we listen, I want to say thank you to the students and staff that participated in this podcast and to all the military-connected families that are out there. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, Wildcats, welcome back to another episode of the Wildcat Chat. I'm again excited about this one, just about every segment that we do. Uh, This one is a very special one because it's a big month. April is the month of the military child. So with us today in our discussion, we have students that are in the podcast club that are also part of military families and two teachers here at Great Bridge Middle School. One's a guidance counselor, one is a PE teacher here with us to discuss what life is like being either a military child or growing up as a military child or um, and, and what that's all about. All right, so with us we have... Nathaniel Barnes. Ethan James. Wendy Harris. Madison Harper. Ava Blomberg. Alyssa Formica. All right, give a round for applause. Yeah. So again, pumped to have you here. So, Ms. Formica, um, what branch is your parent in? Or do you have multiple parents in the military? Well, my dad is in the Army. He's still in the Army. And then I actually have two brothers who are also in the Army. So... We're a big Army family. Mm-hmm. At one point, all of us were in the Army. All four kids were in the Army. Um, I got medically discharged, so I was out. But we still got three remaining. So for Micah Gang, on point. <laughs> <laughs> um, what rank was your mil- military parent or guardian, or do you know anyone? Like your siblings or anything? Yeah, my father was in the Navy, and he retired as a... Um, commander in the Navy. So he served 20-some years in the Navy. Um, He actually worked on submarines, so that was kind of exciting. He was on nuclear submarines. Um, So, so yeah. And then my grandfather was also in the Navy, and my uncle was in the Navy, and my brother went to West Point. Yeet! West Point! (laughs) I have a question for you, Mrs. Harris. So, um, what would you tell other military kids that are having a hard time dealing with anything? Well, I think, you know, talking to other students who who are in similar situations, who can kind of relate and normalize what you're going through, um, is really important to have that kind of support system. Mm -hmm. I also think that um, at this school, we're lucky enough, we have a military family life counselor here that um, is also in the military and she works with military students. So that, yeah, that could be another resource for students, but just to know that they have a great support system. The military itself has a wonderful support system, so. Turn into people that you know who can have the same kind of experiences or um, and can normalize what you're going through is really important and helpful, I think. Have y'all's parents ever been deployed? My father was deployed, but he was on short deployments. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad was deployed for 18 months when everything with Iraq first started, mm -hmm. um, and both my brothers have been deployed numerous times. My brother's deployed right now in mm -hmm. Poland for everything with the Ukraine oh, and Russia, wow. just to show support. So yeah, he's been yeah. gone for two months, but he's also in the infantry. He's in the 82nd Airborne, which means they get called right away when anything bad happens. So yeah. he had just recently come back from Afghanistan and then within a month got redeployed out to Poland. So wow. pretty last second things that go down. My mom my mom has had it uh, to deploy before. She was deployed to Bahrain for, oh. she was supposed to go for seven months, but she ended up staying about like one and a half. So that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Although it was short, it was still scary to the experience, you know? Right. So, right. yeah. yeah. Um, my dad's in the Navy and he, well, he was deployed when COVID started, but he hasn't like been deployed very recently. Um, I think it was a few months before COVID started. He was deployed and he was supposed to come back in April. And then um, he, I think he ended up staying until June because there wasn't COVID on the ship. So they wanted them to stay so it wasn't like spreading. But he's been deployed a lot of times. He's been to a lot of places. I think he's been to like, Japan, Australia, but whenever he goes, he brings me back like souvenirs. Because <laughs> when he went to Australia, he brought back like a didgeridoo. I can't play it, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my dad, he's in the army. He's gotten deployed several times. I think he went to Africa once for a while. He's gone to a lot of different places. <laughs> yeah. My dad is in the Navy right now. I think he deployed in 2016 or around then, but. He's deploying from anywhere from three seconds from now to August. And then if he deploys from whatever, he'll be there till February of 2023. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mrs. Formica, have you had to move a lot or did you mostly stay in one place? Uh, no, we moved a lot, a lot. Um, we moved from anywhere from, I was born in Kansas and we were only there for a year and then we moved to Texas and then we moved to Pennsylvania and then we moved to Korea. And then we moved back to Texas, and then we moved to Virginia. And then I ended up getting to stay here, but my parents ended up moving to Germany and then back to Kansas. So we've been all over the place. Wow. Yeah, I feel the same way because I was born here in Portsmouth. Then I had to move to uh, California. I moved back. Actually, I moved to Maryland. Then I moved to uh, Virginia, and my mom's retiring here. So I feel like this is the place where I'm going to stay. But so. don't you feel like at the same time, moving all those places made you a better person because you can adapt yeah. to any situation? Yeah. yeah, Like a lot of people think it's really hard to be a military child. I think it's a huge blessing to yeah. be a milita military child. I think it creates you to have a confidence that you don't see a lot of your peers have who grew up in one place. Yeah. You can make friends with pretty much anyone. You can yeah. adapt to pretty much anything. And you get to see a lot of things that a lot of kids around here never got to see. Yeah. Like, no one's ever going to be able to be like, oh, I went to Korea, and from Korea I went to China. Yeah. You know, you guys get to experience so much, and in the long run, it creates you into the adults who are hitting the ground running and adapting to anything that you that comes your way. Yeah. Um, so I know sometimes it can be a struggle to have to pick up and move, but in the long run, I really think it creates you all to be much stronger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends, they've basically lived here their whole lives. This is my first year living here, and I'm. This is, I think, my seventh place that I've ever lived, and it, uh, there's been a lot of interesting experiences. <laughs> but <laughs> I really enjoy being a military child. 
Yeah. Now, have you been able to make new friends, like what you were saying, like pretty quickly and adapt? Yeah, like um, I just moved here from California in July. Right. And I still talk to my best friend who I met there every single day. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool, and I'm glad you brought that up because you're gaining different perspectives and different lenses every time you move. Like, you're not just set in your own zip code. I moved a lot. I was born in South Carolina, moved to Georgia where my sister was born, went to Connecticut then Guam, and then we've been here for four years. My mom's actually from Guam, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We were in Connecticut because my dad used to be on a submarine, but now he's on the bush doing nuclear Nuclear stuff. stuff. Wow. Well, I commend you all because I certainly did not move as many times as you have, and I have not been to as many places as you have. I think you definitely get this world lens, which is really cool. So what are the struggles, though, too, that you might have to deal with? Um, some struggles is, like, moving. Like you said, there's also some good things about it. But, you know, like, I made really good friends in Maryland. Yeah. And I had all these cool friends. And then one day my mom was like, we're moving to Virginia. Yeah. And so I was like, it was a bummer. Yeah. But, like, it's also cool to, like, you know, meet other people. Right. And see so you're taking that struggle and making it into a positive, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. That's a great thing. Yeah. Another bad thing is, like, your parent missing a lot of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Birthday, Easter, holidays, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Are you able to do any sort of FaceTime or anything like that? Well, or it not depends? really. It, you can barely even try to, like, message them. Right. It'll barely even go through because of ship out sea and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's important, like what you were saying with Mrs. Harris, with making sure you have that support system mm-hmm. so that you don't always feel, I guess, you know, lonely or whatever at times, right? Yeah. And then when your um, parents gone, like sometimes you'll like hear other people. They're like, "Oh, I like." You'll hear people be like, "Oh, I have to hang out with my parent this weekend. I don't want to. I want to hang out with my friends." But then, like you're thinking, "I wish my parent right. was here, and I want to be hanging out with them, but." Yeah. I can't, and you're like so lucky that you get to be hanging out with them, but you like kind of take it for advantage and granted. Yeah. Well, and I think another big struggle is like I didn't get to grow up around my grandparents at all. Like I missed out on a lot of time with both sides. My parents are from the same little town. They're middle school sweethearts. Um, So like (laughs) both sides of my family live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I didn't get the experiences with my cousins and my grandparents the way that my other cousins and aunts right. and uncles all got. But I think that's a struggle, but at the same time, like I said before, you start to form families with other military families. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started making bonds with people who aren't my family but became my family in a heartbeat. Like a lot of the people that you surround yourself become the family you never got to have. Right. Um, so, yeah, I agree with them. Like, the hardest, hardest part is when your parents gone all the time. Um, my dad was n- really never around. I, I mean, to a point where I didn't think that I had a dad for a while. Wow. Um, but at the same time, he was doing what was best for our family. Right. So you come back to that realization as you get older as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, when I used to live in California, there was this huge, we lived on an army base, and there was this huge, like, training center. And, like, my dad would have to go out there for days and wouldn't, like, come back to stay, like, with us. And so it was really hard because I couldn't see my dad for a long time. But I knew that it was, like, it wasn't as bad as the people who can't see the, their parents for, like, years because yeah. they're deployed. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, 
How do you guys like cope with your parents being gone or just the fact that like you miss them and stuff like that? Um, what I do is kind of how what Mrs. Harris was saying is I would, you know, talk to other people that are going through this or already went through this and I'd ask them for advice. You know, I had like a lot of times I would like a lot of people would come up to me and like ask if I needed help and I was like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Like when my mom was deployed, I was like, I'm okay. But then like it kind of grew on me like asking people for help, you know, it just always helps me. I also like, it just made me kind of forget that my mom was gone, but it was, it was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just talked to my closest friends because they know what it feels they like. Know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it created a bigger bond between my siblings and I um, because we kind of looked for each other for help. Um, and I actually became extremely close with my mom because she was the one having to take over for everything that my dad was missing out on. Um, and I think I felt the most comfort from them, but as well as like a lot of my teachers. I know, especially when I got into middle school, teachers are very aware of what's going on in middle school. They can tell, I mean, we're moody already, but <laughs> at the same time, I mean, they were just so great. If you reach out to a teacher, it shows a ton of respect that you have for them to allow yourself to be vulnerable to them. So. I think that was a big help for me too. Well, one right. thing one thing that is really cool that kind of is a tradition we do, since um, my mom's in the Navy, we go to this like uh, naval campground. Okay. It's called Cheetah Mannix, oh, and it's yeah. in it's in Williamsburg. That's it's really cool. It's like a really cool mm -hmm. campsite, you That's know. Cool. So we kind of do that every year, and it's really cool. There's a lot of stuff to do there. So you guys can look into that fishing. if you want to. Fishing, yeah. yeah. Well, Ian, you, you brought up that you were just in, or your last uh, location, I guess, where you lived was in Maryland. Mm -hmm. um, I just visited Maryland over spring break, right? <laughs> and we went to Annapolis and we saw the Naval Academy yeah. and everything. Yeah. Gorgeous. My, um, my wife's cousin, I guess mine now, he's my cousin too. He's, he's cool, dude. Mm -hmm. He's an ATF agent over there. We went down to Annapolis and we saw people in their uniform. Yeah. It's like dressed up. Yes, they're whites. Yeah, yeah. the white hat. Yeah. yeah like, and they have to wear that. Um, yeah, in uniform. school, yeah. wherever they go. Yeah, my dad, he works in uh, Norfolk, and I think he, he goes to like this war college school that he goes to. Even though he's in the army, he still goes there, and every day he has to get up super early and get dressed in like his school uniform and go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the like hospital, like the military base hospital, oh, yeah. I feel like the they have like really good care. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Like I, I have to go to the doctor. I go to the doctors at the Portsmouth Hospital, mm -hmm. and they're like, and like I love my doctor there. She's like the best doctor ever. Um, <laughs> like if I, <laughs> sorry, if my dad wasn't in the military, I wouldn't like have these doctors that I feel like they're like great connection because they also relate to like the whole military thing. They're like you're they know that my parents are in the military and they can like relate. Right. And then um, also like the change of command ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they can be really boring and really hot because they're like always in the summer. Can you tell me what the change of command ceremony is? So um, I've been to the ones like I've been to but you guys may have a better explanation than me, but um, like when your parents or like someone 
another person, like the person in the military, like changes like their position, but it's like a whole thing, ceremony. It's a big deal. Yeah. Weak. So, yeah. Um, um, one, I went to, my dad was becoming, like my dad was leaving as captain of the ship, so he was, um, it was like the whole, what's the word where it's like, so, oh, like the person was like relieving him. My dad, like, was, like, leaving the ship, and, like, it's, like, this whole big ceremony. It's, like, the one, it was, like, in front of the ship. Okay. And my dad's um, becoming exo of the ship soon, so it's not, like, a big deal when your parents, like, becoming an exo. I think it's mainly about the captain who's leaving. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to this one coming up, but my mom is because... Yeah, and she was like, you you don't need the whole family there because it's not, like, about your family specifically. Gotcha. But my dad, like, was leaving as captain or when he was becoming captain. I can't remember. But one time, oh, like, my whole family flew down. Mm-hmm. My aunt and uncle who live in Indiana mm-hmm. came, and um, my grandparents that live in Missouri came, and they, so like, it was like a big deal. So I got to see them, even though it was like, we, I don't normally get to see them. Right. So it was nice to get to see them. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. How long have y'all's parents been in the military, if you know? Oh, uh, my mom joined when she was 19, and she's 40 now. So like <laughs> 20, 21 years around wow. that. Wow. So she's, um, rank now she's like a lieutenant commander okay and in the navy so that's awesome yeah congratulations on that yeah yeah and she's at she's retiring soon in august and so that's really cool and she wants i actually play trumpet yeah so she wants me to play the national oh, wow. anthem that's awesome <laughs> you're gonna make her cry i bet yeah, I yeah, I bet. it's gonna be emotional yeah <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I thank y'all for sharing all this. I mean, and we're doing some things, I think, at the school that's celebrating uh, the month of the military child. Ms. Harris, do you want to yes, share are. anything there with that? A, there is a lot going on um, in April. We've got um, Spirit Week, which is uh, April 25th through the 28th. And each day they can, like one day is dress up in your, um, like if you're in the Navy, you would dress up in navy blue if you're in the marines it would be red and gold that kind of thing so and then there's a camo day so each day is different our military family life counselor is also doing lunches she continues to do that that's cool there's going to be a art contest just for students uh we're also gonna and there's going to be judging and they can win a chick-fil-a gift card Whoa. only for students or can teachers also <laughs> participate <laughs> There's going to be classroom posters slash door decorating contest. And I think there'll be a pizza party with that. And then... Yeah, how do I get in on Yeah, this? how do I get in? <laughs> and then, uh, again, during Spirit Week, we're inviting our military family members to come and have lunch with their military students. They can come any day during that last week in April. There's no sign-up. And we encourage them to bring like a nice lunch for their student in the cafeteria or the ox gym, wherever their child normally eats. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's tons of posters around. Students can sign purple stars. I mean, just really, really, you know, we have a huge military community here at the school. So we really go all out when it comes to month of the military child. So. 
Well, I also want to say thank you to your family members that serve and you that serve because military children, y'all serve too. You know, y'all do a lot. And I appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing kind of your stories with us and the community. It's definitely you know important to hear this. It helps get a better understanding of what you go through. I hope you have a great rest of the month for a month of military, a lot of cool things. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, thanks for sharing. Great Go job. Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs>